everybody, and welcome to the Cutaways Podcast. I'm Justine. And I'm Ashley. And oh we're back. Oh my god, we back. haven't said that in so long. I know. What is my name? I forgot. You're like, and I'm, looks at script, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's been pretty amazing since our, our listeners have heard us in this in this year. Like, we released an episode in 2019, but you and I haven't recorded uh, Cutaways. Since November. Uh, yeah, since Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, like we, four months ago. <laughs> I don't even... So much has happened to us. So much. <laughs> Sounds like we went through war. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Justine went off to war in Seattle and all was sad. <laughs> oh, everything's fine. No, it's cool. We're cool. Uh, we wanted to come back, but also we wanted to fix our shit because our shit was broken. I don't know if people realized that. Not really. Not like our personal shit, like our technical back end needed a spruce up. Yeah. We needed to get the fuck off of Squarespace. <laughs> So hopefully uh, this works. <laughs> if you're hearing this, I don't know. Let us know, please. <laughs> the website should work. The standing question that I still have is, does the RSS feed work? Or did we just lose every single follower that we had? Maybe. Who knows? It's anyway, <laughs> welcome to our podcast. Welcome back. Uh, we're still watching romantic comedies in chronological order. <laughs> And still not letting it kill us. Nah, we're good. We're fine. We just had a long break where we like watched romantic comedies for funsies. So that's, I guess, true. Did I? I don't think I watched a romantic <laughs> I <know>. comedy. <laughs> I think I took a break. Okay, so we've got a very long film to get through in a short amount of time. So, Ashley, what did we watch? We watched 2003's Kushi. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Mm -hmm. I think I'm saying it well, right. Well, it, it's her name and they said it over and over and over. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, do I remember this correctly or did I imagine it? Yeah. Well, and there's also that thing of saying someone's name but not having the correct accent because us as Westerners cannot actually hear the differences because we're stupid. Yeah. We're stupid. Well, just like we didn't grow up hearing those tones and inflections. Yeah. So, yeah. Because our I actually stupid got English mouths. <laughs> it's true. I actually got not into an argument with this guy once on set, but he was saying his name and I was saying it back to him. And he's just like, are you serious? Are you, you like messing with me? And I was just like, what? I And he said it again. And I said what I was saying, and to me, they sounded exactly alike. But it was also with that, like, A sound that I literally cannot make because I'm from Rhode Island. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm trying not to be offensive, but literally I cannot make this sound based off of where I am from. My tongue does not make that shape. I'm sorry. You're like, She's anyway, sorry. Yes. She's sorry. She's from I'm Rhode sorry. Island. I had a thought today that, like... The term park hopper is very, like, <laughs> how do people from New England go to Disney and say that? <laughs> park hopper. Park hopper. <laughs> I'm like, that is like the hardest word in existence. <laughs> it's Disney's park hopper. 
I have to think clearly about how I'm going to say it before I say it. Anyway. <laughs> Back at that. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about what this movie was about. Yeah, because it was about a lot of things. Was it, though? I mean, you could have cut an hour out of this movie and it still would yes. have told the same story. But anyway. That's true. Karen and Kushi fall in love. Karan. Oh, Karan. Oh, see, I've already fucked it up. See, well, they, because it's it's they it's said Karen K-A-R-A. in the movie. They didn't say Karen. They said Karan. Oh, my bad. Because his name's not Karen, <laughs> but it is Karen. Karen. <laughs> it's Karen <laughs> with an American accent. Like it's Karen if you butcher the fuck out of it. How about that? Yes. I hope I didn't offend anybody. I'm sorry. Karan and Kushi fall in love, but her conservative family box at accepting Karan's modern ideas. I don't that's think that, not the that's movie. not at all what the movie was about. It's like the opposite of that. <laughs> I feel like they got it's- confused because the family that was mad was not Karan's family or her family. It was it was Vicky's family. Nobody's family. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this this is this is this is the this this Netflix viewer was very confused. <laughs> No, this is the IMDb. Oh, shit. This is supposed to be the good one. <laughs> IMDb. Mm, we got questions. Do you want to hear the Netflix one? Yes. The Netflix uh, description is, while playing matchmaker to a pair of their friends, two young university students begin developing feelings for each other. Holy shit. Netflix is the good one this time. <laughs> what? Whoa, okay. White is black. <laughs> the world is upside down. Stranger things is happening. We're all. Anyway, fucked. go on. <laughs> this movie stars Ferdine Khan. Ka- Khan? Mm-hmm. I think it's Khan. Mm-hmm. And Karina Kap- Ooh. Kapar or Kapoor? Kapoor. We'll figure it. Someone will tell us the correct way. And then our favorite grandpa, Amarish <laughs> Pri. Prashapati from Shararat, the last uh, Bollywood film that we watched. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so tired right now. I stayed up to watch this movie. This is a long <laughs> movie to start at 10 o'clock. Just saying. <laughs> uh, it was directed by S.J. Shurya, Shurya and Sunil Kumar Agral. Oh, There's that, oh, we're terrible that, people. that R and that A are like bumping me. <sighs> we should really like look up the phonetic spell like way of saying this when we do foreign films so we don't insult the people. Um, it was edited by Merzen Tabaria. Mm-hmm. That's how we would say it. The associate editor was Dilip Dio. Dio? It's so crazy that, well, I don't know. It's probably extra or additional crew are not listed on imdb because to me i'm like this insane two hour 36 minute movie had only like two people doing the editing no 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 no. (laughs) so european standards for crediting is different and so i would assume that they follow that style so that or they're just not they just don't credit people in in bollywood not everything always goes on to IMDb. Yeah. But even the credits were really super short. That's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, okay. 
So like when Sorry. we got to the Netflix cre- did the thing when it just like went smaller box in the credits and I'm like, I'm out. I'm free. Yeah, no, I, I watched them and they were only like maybe a minute long. They were really short. The language was in Hindi with English subtitles for us. And it is rated 4.5 stars uh, out of 10 on the IMDb on the IMDb. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it the avid mm-hmm. treatment. okay so that's all the background information do you have any sort of like first thoughts on it before we dive into the details details i mean i was very slightly offended for kushi most of the time like the the thing that just drove me out of it was the fact that everybody just wanted to control this woman's life and then like at Mm -hmm. the end She's burdened with like a thousand children. And I'm just like, but (laughs) this is this is like a parable for something. I don't know what it is, but it's something. Well, it's also like a remake of a remake. So I do feel that maybe this is a story that exists in the culture, like as you said, as a parable, because it's a story that they keep telling over and over. Something about in the culture that you should be aware that there is destiny in love. Yes. That I that I knew. I think we've talked about it a little bit when we did um Kuch Kuch Hotahai. Yes. This was very similar to that. Yes. Except that had like multiple kind of storylines cuz it had like when they were younger and when they were older whereas this was just like freaking long of this just one plot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was like we're we're realizing that nobody wants to like listen or watch about childhood. <laughs> we don't need that. But so we're going to push you into like all of the adulthood and then we're going to make it twice as long. Yeah, it was yeah, definitely just, that. just live it real time. Yeah. <laughs> like here's a semester of college. Yep. <laughs> oh man. I think it's great to in- in to integrate like the the musical numbers that they were engineering students but also had were like a dance team they were yeah. like the stars of their dance team and they were just really freaking serious about dance team even though they were engineering students like studying physics studying physics <laughs> with the pepsi dance product placement Oh musical. my god. You know, and in addition to that, that Pepsi all over the place, I did also feel like there was a lot of the Western influence, whereas like his moves and the, the guys, they looked like extended like Backstreet Boys sequences. Yes. I also got like major, okay, I don't know why, but during his like opening, like his introduction mm-hmm. song, I was like, oh, my God, this is like Will Smith in the Men in Black movie, the first Men in Black movie at, at the end when they do the the rap and then like he dances with the alien. That's what I felt like it was. Oh, yeah. I got major vibes from that. Yeah. And there was a couple of hers where I'm like, this feels like a Britney video. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially like her. OK, so Coochie's opening number in the the water is like the best. It's like the one scene. Mm-hmm. If you're going to watch a scene from that movie, you should watch that musical number because it's amazing. And she is mm-hmm. like being carried around by these big burly like Indian men. And I'm like, get it, girl. Get it. Yes. <laughs> Why would you ever leave your small town? Yeah, like You don't need to. 
please, yes, marry one of these guys. <laughs> Not Indian Adam. Uh, what, what what did we say he looked like? Adam Scott. Oh, yeah. Indian Adam Scott. He's so dead. He looked exactly like Adam Scott. It was crazy. All right. Okay. Well, so the premise is first, like we hear this like spiritual being, maybe a godlike character telling us what's up that in Calcutta, Quran is born. And then in Chamole, Chamole, Kushi is born. So we are told planet Earth, where people's purpose is to love. Although it does say like multiple different types of love, like friendship and family. But mostly there's also you got to get get busy. Mostly the, the dest- with the destiny with the destiny. <laughs> And these two people are meant to fall in love and they come from different backgrounds, which I they didn't play with that at all. No, I didn't realize like I I remember them saying that, but and there mm-hmm. were like different casts, different like ideological yeah. like thing. And I'm like, but no. Yeah, that never came that- into it. At least I don't think. Unless if her being from a small town, you know, required her to get married in that sort of same tradition like if it was a more traditional family but yeah it didn't feel like that i mean i know that her dad was trying to get her to not go and continue her education because she needed to get married like that's the only thing yeah and her dad was like don't be too smart because the guys around here aren't that smart like they don't go to these extended colleges so you shouldn't you know what? She needed an equal. She needed to. She needed to marry up. She didn't need to marry down. Mm. Yeah. So they didn't play into that at all. Whereas he's this big city guy and she's small town country girl. Yeah. No. As soon as they both hit uh, Mumbai, that didn't matter. Yeah. There were like no cast differences, which I feel like would happen. Like in because Mumbai is like a bit like like a bigger city. So mm-hmm. I would assume that it's similar to, to here where once you've integrated into like a bigger city, it doesn't really matter where you came from. Just you exist and you have to like live and work and people kind of don't really play into that caste structure as much. Yeah. Anyway, but then we are treated to a scene which is semi-important but it is referenced later when there are babies when they are one-year-old babies and their parents bring them to the same store and they see each other and then they reach out and touch hands yeah it was sweet it was babies you know babies they were cute babies they they were yeah but that was it as it they've touched hands they've had a magic connection so that when they meet Years later, when they go to college, they go, I feel like I've known you for 20 years. Because you did. You met as an infant. (laughs) You know what this reminds me of? Oh, and also at that... Go ahead. I was going to say, and also at that point, Karan's got Kushi's blood in him (laughs) from his transfusion. Oh, right. I forgot about that plot point, too. That was weird. It didn't really... Like, they don't really connect. Not as much as they could have. It could have been more magical. Yeah. So, what I think has a, a similar style of, of uh, like love magic in in our culture uh, would be Jane the Virgin. Like that remind it reminds me with the narrator and, and all that like kind of almost telenovela uh, aspects to it. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of see like how cultures are very similar throughout mm-hmm. just by, by kind of 
recognizing what in this film uh, exists in your own culture, which is kind of nice. And also, when we first meet Caron, it kind of gave him the stereotype of being like this rich dick party boy, which I thought was going to be like, what's his face and Shararat? Mm-hmm. Because I'm getting the sense as we have watched Bollywood films, this is our fourth one, that like the guys are like usually dicks and like the, the women are usually so very good and pure and like donate and, you know, volunteer. Like yeah. they're like too perfect for this world. <laughs> Which they didn't really do that a lot with Kushi this time. Like, or with, no. the, with this. Like I felt mm-hmm. like she, they, there were problematic moments, but she did necessarily like stand on her own. Like she, she talked about how she's a trickster and like how she, mm-hmm. she likes to have fun and, she also got angry and would yell back at people, which I thought was really nice because I don't think we've really seen that in a Bollywood movie. Yeah, the thing with her, which I thought was going to be like her stereotype, was that her name, I think, also means some, some form of happiness. It's like someone in our culture named Joy, and you're just like, oh, I bet you're super happy all the time, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm angry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have feels. Yeah. Yeah. So our guy, Caron, he wants to go study in Canada. Much like our lead in Shararat, this guy is like, I am peacing out to over there to the, the great, west, uh, northern <laughs> country land. Northern exposure. <laughs> yes. But then an accident happens. And a car accident, just like kind of the other thing. Yeah. The other movie where he is forced to stay. And in this one, both of his legs get broken. So he cannot go off to Canada to study. He has to stay and go to a local school, uh, which is also where finally Kushi has convinced her dad that she is going to go. Because her betrothed has left her before their right. wedding she was yeah left semi at the altar <laughs> yeah it wasn't quite at the altar but it was definitely like close to the wedding night yeah it was like those lead up parties to the weddings that they do yeah where he's like bye i love somebody else <laughs> he gives the note to his sister mm-hmm. and then she like collapses in a fit mm-hmm. of like sadness so in the the Wikipedia description they uh or plot they um talk about how Kushi's dad is trying to get her to marry so that he can have a house husband and I what? guess okay yeah it's I guess it's something like in their culture it's a word that I can't say but the Wikipedia said that it's the it literally translates to house husband I guess it's it's like a a son-in-law in our culture but they live in your house and they basically are your like inheritance. They help. Your heir? Yeah, your heir. So they help run whatever, like if you run a business or they help like that kind of stuff. Mm. So mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense why after reading that, why his sister would like collapse in a like fit of sadness. Yeah. So this is all like in the very, very beginning, like, to get them to college. And then when they're at college, they're there for forever for the rest of the movie. They are there for forever. So long. <laughs> but 
one of the first things we get when we go to uh, the university is a Ricky Martin reference. Yeah. <laughs> Live it, la vida, loca. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, this Pepsi culture. <laughs> yep. I liked his dance moves. He had nice dance moves. Yes. Cause that's the dance captain. Is that? Oh, that's the dance captain. See, I got him and Priya uh, confused sometimes. Because they, I felt like they interacted with the dance captain more than they interacted with Priya. So I was like, oh, wait, which one is going after Vicky? <laughs> Madan is the dance captain. Yeah, yes. Priya is the friend of Kushi who wants Vicky, which is a guy. Yeah. Um, it's just his name is Vicky. Yeah. So they are in the same class, our two leads. They are in like the same living dorm building. Yeah walking next to each other but still haven't met it's all like woo, destiny <laughs> yeah with the lemon thing yeah, yeah yeah they meet in a temple yeah i didn't Finally. really know what i didn't quite understand what was happening i just know that there was a lemon rind and he was pouring like oil into it and then light a match and then like they were like acting like it was a bomb and then they went and stopped it that's what i got out yeah. of that scene yeah i think maybe it would going to fall over and they didn't want to fall over because the person who lit it didn't have use of their legs so i think they were like oh okay that makes more sense must yeah must keep the prayers alive for this person got it (laughs) and then yeah we get the conversation of like oh we just met but i feel like i've known you for 20 years then they instantly start fighting yes (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a continuation of how Kushi like misinterprets what Karan is meaning, but nobody is ever being straightforward in this movie. <laughs> no, no, that is so true. So what begins the like kind of B plot line is that Karan's friend Vicky, they're all working out in their workout clothes. Yeah. <laughs> And they're they're drenched sweat, sweaty hair. Did you know? It but I like, like their they highly t- styled workout clothes. Yeah, I did like that. But did you notice that it looked like they just dumped a bucket on them, like just to get Mm-mm. them to look like they were sweaty? Yeah, they all like had like it looked like they just came out of a shower or something. Yeah. So pretty much, Karan's like, "Yo, what's up with you and this girl?" And Vicky's like, "I cannot get close to her because her." dad is crazy sauce yeah he's like part of the mob yes he carried around uh guns with him at all time and was guarded so pretty much this girl that vicky wants priya who also goes to school with them is like heavily guarded at all times by people and so like it's a little bit of a romeo and juliet with those characters yes so Curran agrees to deliver a letter for him declaring, you know, his love and intentions. And then he sees that Kushi is a friend and he's just like, oh, man, I just met this girl. I've got an in now. So like he goes up to her and he's like, hey. And then that's where she's just like, what is that? A love letter? You barely know me. Ah!" And he's just like, chill. (laughs) (laughs) This is not for you. She's like spiraling at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't, she, didn't she call him a pedophile at one point? Called him a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a 
dick move right off the bat. Like, you don't know him. <laughs> you don't know his life. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like in the Bollywood films, they make kind of sometimes the female characters very overly eccentric and sensitive when it comes to love. Well, I feel like they have to be in their culture a little bit. Like the big the big protest a couple of years ago when all the women walked out and tried to get the law changed after one of the, the big high profile rape rapist got off. And mm-hmm. so they protested and like beat the living shit out of him, I think. Yeah. And also like I do feel like she had just gone through like this traumatic moment of being left at the altar. Well, through through a letter. So I can definitely see yeah. like it being a trigger. Yeah. So he's just like, hey, my friend likes your friend. Can you deliver this letter? (laughs) So they can boink. Yeah. But then like later they're having like this conversation because they got the the two of the the other couple to hang out. Yay. Thanks to them. So then they get to hang out together. And so like it brings up the have you ever been in love conversation? Which actually at this point, I think that their chemistry is really good and I find them to be cute together. Yes. No, I really did. I found them very cute. They they definitely had in sync, like they were in sync together, especially when they started dancing. The, fir- the first time that they danced together, I was like, oh God, that's awesome. Like bring mm-hmm. on the Backstreet Boys and Britney. Like, yes. This is, this is, this <laughs> is like- what we were begging for over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's when I realized that it wasn't going to be like the other movies. Like, I thought that he was going to be, like, a dick, because that's what I'm used to so far in these Bollywood movies. But he wasn't. He was just fine. (laughs) Well, I think because we come from such American movies where Americans play so heavily on tropes because, Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe we're lazy. (laughs) So when you apply that to another culture and another even writing style that is Bollywood and you're kind of like oh hey look they can do it without the tropes why can't we well and then we get the scenario kind of repeated again where Karan's delivering a letter to Kushi for Priya and she's just like what the fuck this letter is open he trusted you and you read his letter and he's just like again chill (laughs) bro it's okay he dictated it to me i wrote the letter and she's just like oh sorry 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 (laughs) yeah she said that a lot yeah yeah she she apologized mucho a lot in this movie (laughs) yeah to a point where it was just like girl stop Stop apologizing. Stop assuming so you don't have to Mm. apologize. Yeah. Simply ask direct questions like, why is this envelope open? Instead of, this envelope is open. You are a terrible person. You did this terrible thing. I can't believe you. We can't be friends anymore. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Escalation. Yeah. But uh, they had to, I mean, it is a Bollywood film. (laughs) True. It's got to be highly dramatic. All the drama, all the time. 94-7. But like comedic drama. Let's, yeah. That's what comedic drama is. Okay. In these. Can we talk about the sound effects for a second? Do tell. So we're so used to just like mixing that the sound effects mm-hmm. were super loud in this mix. Did you notice that? Like they felt super out of place. 
to the point where yeah. it, it definitely pulled me out of certain things. Well, they're pretty much since how they film Bollywood films is they don't record any uh, production sound and then do it all in post. I feel like the design is often minimal. So you are hearing things not as well mixed. Yeah, it's definitely it was just jar it was jarring for me. Like that was just yeah. a, a thing that I noticed. I, I it could just be because I've been so focused on sound design for the last two weeks that yeah, I'm like I super noticing everything. That happens. Yeah, so in this uh section of the movie, same part, but a little later, they're in the car and then the car breaks down <laughs> and he's just like oh no we have to walk from here but he uses this opportunity to ask her if she likes anyone and yeah. she keeps saying she likes movie stars and cricket and her mom and her dad <laughs> like, did you did you like his subtle way of being like it's me it's me, it's me yeah it's I, me. I do like his <laughs> his thumb dance as he's yeah. walking just like you like me pointing like in a me. yeah <laughs> me 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 and i'm like i like this guy <laughs> he was so dorky but then we see and she also sees that his car wasn't really broken mm. he's a liar he mm -hmm. was just trying to get her alone on the street so this yeah so this starts a series of events where they notice, they're like, okay, this person likes me. By the way that they're acting, totes in like with me. <laughs> but I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm just going to pretend nope. like I don't know. Right. I pretend I didn't see that. Nope. <laughs> what you saw was fake news. Uh, thus begins the complications of this movie. Because <laughs> this goes on until the end. Yeah. When you think it should be over, it just keeps going. Yeah, and then blackface happens, and it just gets really bad. Oh, uh, we'll get to that. So one another example of this is that because she hears Kerr on, on the phone, and he's, he's talking to a woman, and he goes, I love you, I love you. And she's like, <gasps> you bitch. <laughs> and, you know, he knows that she is all upset. And then we get a giant Pepsi commercial. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So he's talking on the phone with his mother, supposedly. Mm -hmm. It's not another woman. Yes. And so when he tells her that, she becomes very calm. So yeah. how how do these two not know? How, how, how do they not know in quotation marks? They know. It's just like they want the other to say it first. So much that it ends their friendship, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, Sam compared it a lot to when Harry met Sally, which I it, it definitely there were touches of when Harry met Sally in it, I felt. Yeah. But I feel like more of when Harry met Sally is that they don't realize that they love this yes. person. These people knew that they love the other person. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's there's touches of it like. They like one another and they're they're friends and everything and they're trying to set up, you know, these other two, this other couple within the movie who, you know, then they they do end up getting together. But uh, like there were other elements of like the way that she like talked to him in certain aspects. I was like, oh, like you can definitely see like the Meg Ryan influence of this, like the manicness a little bit. I felt mm -hmm. like, yeah, mm hmm. 
So I, I kind of, I liked it, but I also was like, oh, we're trying to sell, we're, we're adding these elements to try and sell it to a Western culture in a way, mm-hmm. which I was just like, no, I want to see like, I want to see what you guys in India are feeling like stop trying to be influenced by us, but also like you can, you can be influenced, but take it to another level, I guess is the better word instead of copying. We don't need that to see like that you're a human being and that we can connect with you. Okay. Can we let's let's skip past the Pepsi dance oh competition. Oh my god. That like the the lights in that were just oh my god. I I I don't think I watched most of it because it was giving me a migraine <laughs> because of the yeah, strobe. Yeah. It was it was it was pretty fucked up for a dance competition. Yeah. Anyway, Kushi gives Karan a gift of a beautiful crystal ashtray so that he'll quit smoking. <laughs> because every time that she puts an ash in it, mm-hmm. he has to think that he's putting an ash on her. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. But I also love it. <laughs> if he wants to smoke, he wants to smoke. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily want to be with somebody who's a smoker and gross, but like, there are other ways of you know, getting them to stop smoking than an ash, like buying them a very expensive ashtray. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that and being to me, like, don't use it. Yeah. <laughs> like to me encourages it more. Yeah. Like I love the concept. And later on when it comes back, I love that. Like he has to clean it out and like, make sure it's like pristine condition because he's so sad. Cause it really does remind mm-hmm. him of her. But the idea of it just kind of is like, Oh, you just made him smoke more. Because, you know, he's going to be a man and rebel because, well, he's going to be a human. Let's just say that because I do it too. I am a woman and yeah. I do it. So when you're told that you can't do something psychologically, you're going to do it more. Yeah. So then they have the f- the fight. like the Oh, with ultimate- all the planes? Yes. The ultimate fight. After her midriff is shown. Yes. Uh, her midriff does appear because her sari gets blown and he's looking at it and she's just like you looked at my midriff and he's just like no I didn't and she's like why are you always pretending that you're not into me don't you love me and he's like no I'm sick of all this bickering we'll never fall in love we're not even friends anymore Well, and when he sees the midriff, it's like you can tell that he is turned the fuck on. Yeah. And I mean, it's not just him. It's just he's like, well, why aren't you admitting that you love me because of this whole thing where like when I was on the phone and you thought I was flirting with another woman? She's like, ah. <laughs> they're both like being babies at this point. Yeah. They, they love each saying- other. Yeah, and then they're caught facing their, like, true emotions, and they're like, no, I won't be the one to admit it. (laughs) (laughs) We're not even halfway through the movie yet. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. But we got to fast forward some. So, like, they go on summer break. And then drag happens. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Matan is in drag, and it's great. (laughs) And I feel like he does this a lot. (laughs) And you know what? I'm here for it. Yes. We on the cutaways do endorse drag culture. Like we would we would do an entire podcast on RuPaul's drag race if we had the time. <laughs> so they 
when they do see each other again, they only make they make the agreement that they're only going to work together to bring Priya and Vicky together together finally. And once they're together, they're fucking done. They're like out of each other's lives. They're not friends. They're just strangers doing this one task. <laughs> Very dramatic. Sure. <laughs> and then we get the dance sequence, the musical sequence of the different versions of each other. Oh yeah. Of themselves. Yeah. I don't know why. It was so bad. It was so bad. I think it's something to do with destiny. I don't know. But among the different versions of themselves, there's hippie versions, cop versions, blackface. Black yeah. Which was fucking, I was just like, what? Do I turn this movie off now? With blackface with afros. Like, it was, so Yeah. Sam was like, you know, it's Indian culture. It could be different. You know, it may be something else. Let's wait and see if it's racist. And then we get to the scene and Sam's like, nope, it's racist. Remember what I said? It's racist. Yeah. (laughs) Racist. Because it's not only like, because they're also like doing cowboy versions, punk versions. So it's costume. Yeah. You know? It's and it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be American. Like It's definitely clearly American blackface. Because, like, how you would act like a cowboy. They do the thing of, like, how you would act like a black person. Yeah. And that shit is fucked up. Yeah. That's no. So you can just imagine what they were just doing, like, their hip-hop moves. And and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. God." Okay. It looks like... I'm just painting the picture. It looks like if, if, if it happened today, this is what the crazy white nationalist people would be doing to Kaepernick. Like, that's what this was. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it wasn't very long. It's, it's a very, very, very short. And then we have the creepy CGI scene. babies. Yeah. So, you know, they had like the Abercrombie version of them, which I think were also like Americans. Yeah. The, the farmhand versions, like the traditional Indian version. Like, which, I think did they darken they were, their skin yeah. for the traditional Indian versions as well? maybe i don't know this this whole i was just trying to write things down of like what the fuck because what i think they were trying to say was that they are so destined to be together that iterations of them exist amongst time and culture which yeah that makes sense but you could do that without being racist yeah so that that happened so i'm gonna be like not recommend this movie for viewing (laughs) no we don't promote racism on this podcast we call it out and we didn't know about it yeah we didn't know about it when we were like no streaming on netflix (laughs) you 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 texted me it's (laughs) i was at so uh the reason that i'm in st louis right now is my grandpa's 80th birthday party and a whole host of other things are going on in my family we were at my grandpa's birthday party and you were watching it and you texted (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's blackface and that was when sam was like ah like let's wait it's an indian movie and then yeah so i was like oh god there no if justine's texting me that it's blackface it's blackface like it, there's no room for interpretation like none mm-hmm. whatsoever just so that we reiterate that for a third time huh moving on because that's the halfway point in the movie and i was just like fuck yeah this is when i didn't want to watch anymore yeah i was like nope we're done and it could have been done because like nothing much more happens in the movie in terms of plot progression not until we get 
to Priya's family. Okay, so at this time, Karan is in traffic all because of Kushi's dad because he got into a fight with like this rickshaw driver. Yeah. And so he just like dumped him in the middle of the street. And so Karan's like, well, let me give you a ride because then traffic will move. <laughs> <laughs> let me fix this situation. Smart yeah. boy. Smart so, engineering yeah. boy. So like in, their, in the car, Kushi's dad and uh, Karan, they're like getting along great. They don't know each other. Like they don't know that each other are destined mm-hmm. to be related. Right. Exactly. Karan's like, yeah, so like I know this girl and she's got this huge ego. And Kushi's dad uh, is like, oh man, must come from the family. <laughs> must be a real family of dicks. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> he's like, yeah. And then he's like, I like you. Will you get coffee with me and meet my daughter? And he's like, yeah. And then, oh, no, it's Kushi. Because (laughs) pretty much how this comes about is that um, Kushi's dad has a nickname for her and it's Lali. Yeah. It's it's like her birth name. Kushi is her birth name. But Lali is like, you know, like when you're name. Yeah. Your dad gives you the the name when you're little, Mm -hmm. supposedly. I don't know. My dad never did shit. She's got two names. So that's how this, whoa, it's you. <laughs> and so like they have a, the coffee together and they fight about marriage. And Karan's like, you should listen to your dad. <laughs> and she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but then, like, then I don't remember what happens after that. Like, they, do they go their um, separate ways or something? They do go their separate ways after because she's dad like, you should totally marry a guy like this. This guy's fucking awesome then yeah yeah pretty much they just keep fighting until they stop fighting and then um caron's friend gets him drunk and then so he's drunk drunkenly ranting about her waist and she sees him do this and then they rip up the posters of each other (laughs) yeah but doesn't he eat the poster of her isn't it i don't yeah well he's tearing it with his teeth (laughs) yeah it was really it was very sexual (laughs) I don't know why she was over there in her pajamas. Well, they live in the same dorm, I thought. But he wasn't in like a common space, was he? No, he was in his dorm room. So then why was she going to his dorm room? To talk to him. I guess. I don't know. If they Maybe were, she like, was trying friends. to smooth it over. Maybe. I don't know. It was odd. So then uh, Kushi kind of drops out from dance team. <laughs> and she's replaced by Roma. Roma, who is very... Uh, sexually voluptuous beautiful woman who uh madonna she she wants the d yeah and madonna wants to sexually assault her yeah but she wants to sexually assault karan yeah there was a lot of sexual assault in this movie a little bit that's a bit yeah lots of rape culture yeah, and then they have this other wacky plan to get Vicky uh, to Priya, but the, then the dad attempts to murder him, like literally like shoots a, gu- a gun at him when he comes over, kind of disguised as a woman. Yeah. And then as they're doing the getaway, the thugs see the car that they're getting away in, and it's Karan's car, so then the dad puts a hit out on Karan. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the entire fight sequence. <laughs> right, then the slow-mo in the rain fight sequence. <laughs> Because what movie doesn't need that? <laughs> it got really dramatic right now because then this guy takes out this huge sword and he's about to like hit 
pretty much like chop Karan with the sword. And yeah. then Kushi over there, who's been watching this, comes over and puts her hands up. So then her hands get sliced like fucking what's her face, Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> yup. It's literally the attack on Bran Stark. <laughs> Truth. And then there's more Pepsi in the background. <laughs> like this dramatic like scene and then there's blood and rain and they just get thrown into like this Pepsi, Pepsi stand. Pepsi like, Pepsi. <laughs> I'm going to heal my wounds. <laughs> Drink a Pepsi. <laughs> and then Kushi's in the hospital. Yeah. And they fight again about her waist. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of fighting over her waist. Yeah, you think he's going to be fine. Like, he's going to be like, oh, I do care about you. But nope, he's just like, fuck, I'm going to go dance with Roma. Then fucking she, he does a really dick thing and saying in front of Kushi, like, ask Roma out. Yeah. And Roma's like, are, are you single? And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm single. I don't love anybody. <laughs> so, like, at this point, I felt like they were doing really fucked up things to each other. Like, they are like gone beyond just like being mad not talking to each other but like intentionally hurting each other yeah yeah active hurt has been happening oh my god and then this next part where kushi is imagining the date that that, uh, karan and roman are having yeah which was another dance section but it was a lot of dance thrusting (laughs) dance thrusting to fire and heat and uh, yeah uh, Isn't that what you think about when you're like, oh, that person's banging right now? Fire? <laughs> Not really. Yeah, fire. Passion. In the water. Like, he kept on, like, throwing her in the water and, like, jumping on her and, like, humping her. Yeah. And, her like, she's singing, too, but, like, the chorus is basically just her moaning. Yeah. It's just, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Catchy tune. <laughs> <laughs> it's very easy to to get it on too yep yeah seriously like this whole like last half of the movie is just like what the fuck happened because it gets super dramatic it gets super sexual like the first half was like g-rated yeah and then this is like nope <laughs> what the mob is trying to kill him like <laughs> kushi tries to call karan after she's mm. ha- had this fantasy so he answers the phone and he's like in reality he's trying to run away yeah he is not wanting to have that (laughs) and roma is just like give me that d give me that d right now and he's just like ah (laughs) running away in the house and so yeah when he answers the phone he's out of breath so he answers the phone like "Ah, ah, ah." (laughs) and 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 cushy on the other end's like ah And then it carries on. It doesn't end there. Like, he doesn't hang no. up the phone. She doesn't hang Nobody up the phone. Up. No, everybody's listening to one another. And then Roma climbs on top of him and, and makes like, Karen, Karen, Karen. He's like, ah, Roma, ah, Because ah. he's, like, trying to, like, push her away. Yeah. But all of that sounds, if you're hearing it, it's the sounds of two people struggling and out of breath. Sounds like two people struggling out of breath. <laughs> And so Kushi is very disturbed, but refuses to hang up. So surprised she didn't like make a dramatic suicide attempt at this point, because that's what seemed like where the movie was headed. Or just yell into the phone. No, she just, yeah, hangs up. And then it's their last day of college. (laughs) They have to say goodbye, but they have to save Priya and Vicky first. 
you know what they do? So Priya can't come to her graduation because it's the same day as her wedding. Her dad's making her get married, forcing this marriage upon her. But then, surprise to us and the dad, they all went and got eloped. Yeah, Karen gave uh, them his car and we're like, Mm -hmm. go get married, go live your life, be happy. Here's your happiness on a flight. Yeah. But before that, Vicky finally is a friend and was just like, hey, if you love her, tell her. Man. (laughs) Dude, you want it. Give her the D. Give her the D. And if you think the movie was going to end here... (laughs) It did not. Because even though they reached out to shake hands with each other and they touched hands like they did when they were babies Babies. as a reference, they still walk away from each other without saying how they feel. Yep. It made me so angry. (laughs) I was like, this is the perfect time. This is the perfect time. Why not? Why not now? Why not now? They cry and Mm -hmm. pack. And then... Yep. Then try to call each other five billion times, but keep doing it at the exact same time and get the busy mm-hmm. signal. Like mm-hmm. Y'all remember a busy signal? If you want to like have a reference as to what it felt like watching this movie, just watch this scene because that's what it felt like. It was just like misconnection, misconnection, misconnection. <laughs> Too busy yeah, to deal with whole- your shit. The whole movie. And then their taxis pass each other. They don't see each other. And then they're like, I need to find this person right now. So they yeah. find each other's train stations, go to each other's train stations, go on each other's train and don't find them. And they're just like, ah. So they both decide to write each other a letter. And leave it with the and roommate of the train. Yes. And in the letters, they tell each other that they love each other. Yep. And that they shouldn't have done what they just did. <laughs> All is well that ends well. <laughs> Yeah, because she goes home and her dad's like, I'm so glad that you agreed to get married. We're going to get married right now. I've got the perfect husband for you. And she's like, but, but, but. And he's like, and here he is. And look at your bridegroom. (laughs) Look at him. And and her dad goes, you know, you guys left each other letters, but this guy was smarter than you because he got off the train and took a plane here. (laughs) He he found your address, girl. He stalked your shit. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's happy. They they apologize to each other, which is the last thing that they say before we learn that they had 17 kids. (laughs) Yeah. They've been married for nine years. And in that time, they have somehow produced 17 offspring. I feel so very sorry for her vagina. I feel twins very sorry triplets. for... Yeah, twins and Think triplets. Think of her skin. Her skin never bounced back. No, no. How did they feed all of the children? I don't know, man. So many questions. Like, if you're having a baby, like, every time, like, you don't produce enough milk to feed 17 children. Like, how many nursemaids do you have? That's expensive. What a movie. It's a horrifying thought. So that was that movie. Mm. Not the best one we've watched. Not the worst one we've watched. No, I like Charat much better. Yeah. Movie about old people. Movie about old people. Old people having sex. (laughs) That's my brand. Ashley's favorite thing. (laughs) 
I feel like I almost mentioned that at a panel a couple weeks ago, but I didn't. <laughs> what, that I like watching old people? Old people movies? Yeah, because like it was a, a panel on diversity and women and stuff. And this woman on there, she was, you know, in her 50s. And she's like, I want to see more movies about women in their 50s who are still getting it. You know, you know, yeah. that older people who have not died or are not sickly, you know, that they're still like vibrant. She's like, I'm putting down this movie the mom gets some you know like she's an older woman she's like and i was like yeah and i was almost like my podcast host loves it when older people get busy <laughs> she will be the first to see your movie i will come early and sit and bring the popcorn <laughs> so ready for it oh that's a whole different discussion yes Final thoughts on this movie. Could have been better. Mm-hmm. They should have just like done the thought process behind the lake scene the entire time, and I think it would have been better. I feel like there needed to be another story element because like like we said, in these Bollywood movies, there usually is multiple stories. Yeah, it would have been uh, like if they had like a love triangle. Like I know destiny is a thing, but like if his parents had betrothed him to another rich Indian woman, they mm. like she's back at home. And so like there's that element. I feel like that could have added some uh, some lasting tension rather than the, the ego thing. Yeah. The I choose love. <laughs> yeah. I choose love over, you know, yeah, I want to do what my heart wants. Yeah. What destiny is telling me. I feel mm -hmm. like that would have had a stronger impact. Yeah. Well, we were going to do like a hashtag accurate, but Netflix for once <laughs> was right for us. <laughs> that just, that blows, out of everything, that blows my mind the most. I know. I know. Oh, like, when has the Netflix subscription ever been accurate? That's why we invented the game. Yeah, I know. You, you one-upped us, Netflix. You one-upped us. So are you uh, ready to rate this movie? Yes. I am going to rate this movie two red saris. Because her red, her red sari at the end was gorgeous. It's her wedding dress. I know. It was beautiful. I think you gave the same rating for um, Bend It Like Beckham. Two red saris, probably. I really like the saris, guys. Like, <laughs> I know it's not culturally appropriate for me to like appropriate that, but gorgeous. I give this movie two refreshing Pepsis. <laughs> Have a Pepsi with your podcast today. Not sponsored by Pepsi. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> we don't even drink Pepsi. No, we don't. I'm not a fan. <laughs> we we are a Coke family. <laughs> sorry okay guess what we've got some mail in our what? little mail bag that's, that's yeah. surprising since we've been on hiatus for so long people still talk to us <laughs> well, that's nice we got a review from uh, two girls on a bench who I met at um, Outliers Podcast Fest because they live up in uh, the Thousand Oaks area so they are mm. locals to us and they nice. are lovely, and I love them, and they're super, super nice. Two girls on a bench. 
I like it. Their uh, review, which is five stars, is titled Two Girls We Love. Two girls after our own hearts talking rom-coms. Justine and Ashley are hilarious hosts. It really is a slumber party for your ears. Funny and smart with just enough girl power included. Love from your sisters at Two Girls on a Bench. Yeah. They got our branding. They do get our branding. Their branding is snacks. So if you like writing prompts and snacks... (laughs) check them out that's awesome so next time on the podcast what we have slated is 2003's Gili. oh god <laughs> and this was originally uh. supposed to be our birthday episode but um we missed it ashley had a birthday she is 30 now yes i am a ghost she is <laughs> hollywood dead if you didn't know that i am dead she's she joined the ghostdom with me <laughs> Well, you also had a birthday, too. You just extended your ghost sitting. (laughs) That's true. I also got older. I forgot. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I had a birthday. (laughs) Yeah, after you're 30, you're done. You're done. You just you don't count anymore. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. (laughs) I care. I think it's important. Now we can, like, rebrand the podcast as two 30-year-old women. Two ladies in their 30s talking rom-coms. I don't know if I want to lean into that. (laughs) Let us know. Tweet at us. (laughs) God. (laughs) Yeah. So this ends our podcast. So we're going to talk and wrap it up now. (laughs) Please go visit all of this stuff because it is brand spanking new and pretty. Yes, we have a brand new so brand new not even just made over like it's a, such a makeover where like if you removed <laughs> all of your organs and replaced them with shiny new ones that's how much of a makeover it is to our website yep. vcutaways.com i worked Check really hard at on it really hard to the point where my marriage got into an argument <laughs> over uh css code so you know <laughs> that this shit is real. <laughs> yeah. And on that website, of course, is all of our episodes. You can now access the episodes by season. You can find things a lot easier. Uh, you can see all of our blogs that people do for us. Everything's separated and pretty. And you can search mm-hmm. things. Also, a secret section clubhouse for our patrons. Like, it's all super right. pretty. So if you are a patron, even more bonus things for you. So, hey, if you're not a patron, become a patron because you get the episodes early. You get cool stuff. You get videos. You get all this bonus stuff. And it helps us out. It really does. If you want to support us monetarily, we definitely appreciate that because we do it this. Pay- uh, it paid for the new theme. Yeah. It paid for our plugins. So, like, so it's a big Thank big you, deal. patrons. Yeah. Thank you. That's patreon.com slash cutaways podcast. You can find us on social media at cutaways podcast everywhere at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And we have a brand new Facebook group. And so we're 
abandoning the Facebook page. So come over to the Facebook group <laughs> where you'll be able to interact with us more easily. We'll be able to see the comments you leave because guess what, guys? The Facebook page, we cannot be notified anytime somebody interacts with us. Or it notifies and shows us like a week later. Like it's literally terrible. We've we've tried. We go to the 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 inbox and it doesn't show us anything. So we're we're just we're kind of we're over it. Facebook. We're just fix your shit. Yeah. So come and be in our group where you can hang out with us and you'll be notified. You'll actually find out when we post stuff and we'll be able to post extra content now that Facebook won't be restricting us as much. So you can go to the page and we'll have a link to the group there. Drop us your thoughts anytime. So yeah, again, hopefully everybody didn't have to resubscribe to us. <laughs> and you can crossed. find us <laughs> you can find us still <laughs> on your favorite podcatcher on Apple Podcasts on Stitcher, where you can leave us comments and rate us and subscribe to us, which we would appreciate maybe a resubscribe who knows who knows thank you for letting us have a hiatus and now we're able to come back stronger like britney <laughs> than yesterday <laughs> got nothing in my mm. my loneliness ain't killing me no more. I, 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 I am stronger. stronger. Newport Beach. The pool house. Captain Oates. Chino. Ew. I'm Michelle. I'm Liz. And I'm Ingrid. And we're Let's, Let's Talk, Talk OC. We're the ladies that brought you Tree Hill Talk. And now we are on the West Coast talking about the early 2000s teen drama, The OC. Join us every Monday as we watch and review each episode. We hope you can join us. 